Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Michael K is on the radio today. And he ain't afraid to say what he's thinking. Is on the radio today. Turn it up, it's time to get on with the show. On 987 ESPN Radio. And a good afternoon, everybody. This is indeed the Michael K Show. We start another week. It's Monday, January 22nd, 2024. Michael, Don, and Peter with you until 6 30. And um, I think I was uh, in second place in terms of disappointed behind all Buffalo Bills fans. I did not want that field goal to miss because I didn't want that game to end. I wanted that field goal last night to go through, tie game, because I expected Mahomes to drive his team down and at least get a field goal and make it just an all-time great game. And, you know, we were all texting during the game how thrilling it was. Every single moment, uh, the back and forth, the ebb and flow, it was just it was just thrilling and then to end it on wide right with a couple of kneel downs, that, that didn't enhance the ending. If he had hit that field goal, I know that Mahomes would have come down of course. and done the right thing. See, or maybe if he didn't, uh, you know, right. they go to overtime. Instead, you just get, oh, that's how it ended. It kind of left me empty. I-, I wanted to see the Bills win. Um, I'm kind of I'm I'm really just sick of Kansas City, honestly, and it would They're be a so great good. story. I know that's part of the reason. I mean, that's probably the main reason why. Um, and in the whole thing with. You know, Jason Kelsey screaming with his shirt off, and oh, why is it okay for him to do that? But all of a sudden, uh, Taylor Swift starts dancing. It bothers you? No, everything bothers me. About <laughs> the that even bothered me. I'm like, I know, stop. Me too. You know, I, I, I imagine growing up back in the day if Jackie Slater had a brother and like him taking off his shirt and screaming, and we were like, that's stupid. But this is now everything is just stupid. So I, I was really hoping for Buffalo to win, me but too. I, it didn't bother me. I felt like they were losing the game just attempting the field goal because right. I knew that Kansas City was going to march down and win the game. I, you just knew it. They weren't stopping them the entire game. The only time they stopped them were with field goals and then the, the fumble out of the end zone. So oh. there's no way that they were going to stop them. So it just prolonged. It would have just prolonged the inevitable for sure. But with a minute 43 seconds to go, guys, they were going to march down the field, probably get a touchdown, never mind a field goal, to win that game. So the whole whole wide right, it's not it's not Norwood because all it would have done was prolong the inevitable. Yeah, I look at it that way too. Uh, but I just wanted to see how it would have played oh, yeah. out because you want to see you want to see more greatness. You want to see an opportunity to see more unbelievable football. And, and you know whether you like him or not, and whether you like his brother, whether you like his wife. He's an amazing quarterback. So he's been the starter for six years. He's gone to the AFC Championship game six straight years. He's he's amazing. They've changed the cast around them. There's no more Tyreek Hill. He somehow recovers from the fact that Nicole Hardman could have ended the game with that touchdown. And let's not let Sean McDermott out from under this as well. You know, a lot of people are jumping on Josh Allen today. You know, he's just not that level of, of Mahomes and Burrow. Well, really? I thought they took the air out of the ball. Let the guy run the ball. The guy's a beast when he well, runs the ball. Also, what are you, a, a fake 
a, fee, a, a fake punt at that point where you were in the field and you give it to DeMar Hamlin? The, I mean, the Chiefs should have blown them out at that point. The Chiefs let them have life when McCall Hardman fumbled. It was just unbelievable that, that he would call that play. I, I, I don't get it. I mean, I, I think... You can make the case, especially with the coaches that are around. If I'm the Buffalo Bills, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting in on that of these coaches that are available. You know, not, not just not just because of the comments about 9/11, which you can make the case was fireable. But I think you've ran your course here, right? I mean, I I don't think anybody would bat an eye if they made a coaching change, and it still falls into that. Does he deserve to be fired? No. But when you've got Bill Belichick out there and you got Harbaugh out there and and you have somebody Pete Carroll out there, you telling me you're not upgrading? I like Pete Carroll to Buffalo. I know I just keep saying I like Pete Carroll everywhere. No, but but, I like you, Pete but Carroll, aren't, Josh aren't you upgrading? You're upgrading. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. I, I was I was so shocked by the the fake punt. I, I oh my god, it was stunning. I, I was I could not believe they in that spot. The game is still totally in play. There was such a risk, and that's what really lets you know. You know, it's cute to make a thing about the wide right, but the reality is this team was gift wrapped so much. The fact that after the stupid failed fake punt, Kansas City fumbled out of the end zone. You got a complete do over. Yep. I mean, a freakish Michael complete do over, and that was when I knew they just probably didn't have it. And everybody wants to jump on Allen. He threw a perfect pass to Diggs oh. in Diggs' arm, and and Diggs dropped it. Oh. And then Diggs, I mean, I, I like the guy. He's a great player. But then you disappear after the game. You don't want to talk? Sorry, man. Then you leave everybody else that's, to talk. That's become Steph's thing. He seems to roll out after yeah, these that's games. That's awful. Just awful. Well, you know what's not awful? And I think it's important to be said right now. In spite of the Bills' loss, guess what? I'm back as champion, back to back. I'm, I know, Michael, you've been waiting to bring it up, but I wanted to cut to the chase for you. No, you back deserve, to back, the, you deserve your flowers. You really do. You had a great year. I don't know how, but you had a great year. I mean, I, I'll always remember, I think, Don will as well, because we've, we've talked behind your back about this as well. <laughs> At one point, we said, oh, what are your picks today? And this this is in the pick segment. So, well, I really haven't looked at it yet. And you still you ended up winning all three that week. So I don't feel that awful about it, Don. I mean, I'm, I'm still, I start, as you can, if you're watching on TV, I've started growing the Pusick because oh. I'm two and a half games back. I'm two and a half points back. On Don, that's catchable. Yeah, that's catchable. I don't know if it's catchable. Well, I, 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 here's what it comes down to. I already have a hunch Michael's going to like Kansas City in the AFC Championship. Because I know you. I know you like what they're doing right now. The question for me is going to be, does Don like Kansas City? What's the line? Baltimore three and a half? Is that what we're getting? Anyone know? I haven't seen it, no. Yeah, Anthony told me before. Is it two and a half or three and a half, Anthony? It's three, 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 three. three. I'm, I'm, I'm personally leaning Baltimore. Right now, well, I couldn't care what you think. Yeah, yeah well, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. It, does, it honestly Just doesn't matter. Me and I'd, like to, I'd like to finish thirteen over five hundred on principle. Nice. You sure. know what I mean? Thirteen's always a good number. <laughs> Who doesn't want not for the Bills? <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll we'll see. I, I I'm leaning though. How do you not lean Ravens uh, 49ers Super Bowl? Except I will say, I don't know, man. The 49ers. They, they set up Green Bay very nicely to win oh, that game. I was not impressed by the 49ers. Is, as much as going one and two bothered me, there's so many things bothered me this weekend. So many decisions just bothered me. Go ahead, take us through it. But where do you begin? Well, let's, let's so start much. with one that just jumped right at you. Okay. Okay? 
How does Todd Balls not call a timeout and force Detroit to kick a field goal there? Oh, are you afraid somebody's going to get hurt? Uh, it, it's ridiculous. You could block the field goal and take it no, back. But I, I he would, can miss the field goal, uh, you know, and you have a ch- you, you 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 relinquish even the slightest chance by not calling that timeout. And his answer was ridiculous. Well, his answer was, "Oh, we would have been down by twelve, and we can't come back. Or there'd be only twelve seconds left. We wouldn't be able to come back." That's assuming they make the field goal. But they missed down by eleven. Force them to have another play. Even if it's Absolutely. another kneel down, anything, because yeah, the chances are very minute they miss the field goal or the snap goes over the sna- uh, the holder's head and you get a turnover and you score. It is it is minuscule. I get it, but if you don't call the timeout, it's exactly one hundred percent you're not winning the game. So I don't know why you don't give your ch- team a chance to win. That's what I'd like to hear from him. I was like, w- w- were you afraid that if you had ran one more play, somebody would get hurt? that you wouldn't be able to live with it if somebody broke their leg on that last play. Boy, if I just didn't call timeout and try to win the game, that guy would still be walking today. Like, is that what he's thinking? I don't get these coaches. And then they go for two. Stop Chris Collinsworth explaining the stupid analytics. It still makes zero sense to me. First of all, when did overtime become such a bad thing? Well, if I go for two here, then I only have to kick the extra point if I get the the, uh, the other touchdown, and we don't have to go to overtime. As if, like, overtime, you've got no chance to win. I don't understand that. Everybody who had six and a half, though with uh, Tampa oh. Bay was saying, oh, yeah, definitely, this is the play. It was a ridiculous play. Because if you kick the field goal there, then you're seven back. What, are you afraid to kick the uh, go for the extra po- uh, the two-point conversion if you tie the game with like three seconds left? It's still available right. if you don't want to exa- go into overtime. I, Why would you do it then to put I, pressure on yourself if I, you miss? I will you have never, to have the two-pointer. I don't care what the numbers say. I, I don't, I, I don't want to sound like some old man. But I've been watching football, Don. How long have you been watching it? Since for forty years. Four. Actually, it's probably going on forty-five now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm almost. A, I'm, yeah, right? I'm a year away from forty years. Forty. Yeah. And if a team is down fourteen, I know what I got to do. I got to score two touchdowns. That's just the way That's it is. Right. Why would you set and it up so there's a good? Ch- I don't care what well, the stats tell you. Cut it to well, seven well, freaking points. Well, well the, what I also don't get is that the whole thing is well, I want to be able to win this in regulation. I don't want to have to win the game in overtime. All right, Why? I don't want to have to go to overtime. Yeah, exactly. Why? All right, that. All right, but leave that. All right, you don't want to. Maybe, maybe God forbid, you'll drop dead. You made a de- deal with the devil, and if you go to overtime, you die. All right, whatever. Kick the extra point, and then if you get if fortunate enough to get another touchdown, and then you want to be the hero, then go for the go for the win. Right. But now, now I'm the so, pressure's all on I, you. I'm so afraid of overtime. Can't go to overtime. But I'm going to give myself a 50-50 chance that if I don't get it. I'm now going to have to get two to get to go to overtime. Go to overtime. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I, I, honestly, it's making me almost, it, it can't because I love it too much. But it, it makes me want to hate the sport. I know. Because if this is where we're going, if it's going to become baseball now, because it's, it's hurt me, Michael, I'm t- you, I think it, you too, where the analytics take all the fun out of the game, is that what football is going to do now, where it's all going to be analytically driven? That this is what you got, this is what the card says. It started with that, with the two point conversion, when coaches didn't know what to do, and now it's well, this is what I'm going to be smarter than everybody else and go for two here, and and then because the stupid typical analytic BS, they don't take into consideration the momentum that is created by the opposition right. from stopping you getting the two-point exactly. conversion. So instead of jogging off the field, oh my God, it's a seven-point game, I'm running off the field saying, it's now an eight-point game because I stopped you, Love. I ended the drive with a negative, and now I can use that to my advantage. 
it, it, it's it's crazy. It, it's absolutely crazy. It makes no sense whatsoever. But uh, again, they are addicted to analytics. They all are. And, and, and I can see in baseball because if, if you're, you know, the, the old saying, you know, you, you play for the win on, on the road and you play for the tie at home because you're going to bat last. There's no negative to overtime if you're on the road. In football, none. And also, the, the the big narrative last week, well, you know, Patrick Mahomes never played a game on the road. It's the same size field. Yeah, I know that the elements, and, and I, but the elements are on, can't be worse in Buffalo than they were in Kansas City last week. Touché. And I know that the fans are going to be loud. But this is a pro. This is one of the greatest players of all time. Oh, he's never played a game on the road. Uh, narratives. Narratives. So go, go to overtime. You got a chance. I also would like to, speaking of which, I'd like to take this moment to say, Boy, was I wrong about the Kansas City Chiefs. I I truly thought this year Mahomes had taken a little bit of a slide. Kelsey, we've talked about for much of the year, what didn't appear to be the same guy. I think there was somebody on the show on Friday who predicted Kelsey was going to have a big game. I don't I don't remember that. Yeah, but I, it was you. I think you're talking about, and he did have a big game, two scores. He was great. Um, you know what they did? They they have officially entered that lexicon of great. Where they really don't have to start till the playoffs. That, that's the bottom line, Michael. They were not the same team all year, but that was by choice. They were pacing themselves. As long as they get in, they're all right. And what have they done in their first well, two playoff games? They they looked Don. They looked like yesterday and a week ago. They looked like a different team than they were all year. They just looked like the Chiefs again. But how much of that has to do with it being the Bills, who they seem to have their number? And also taking on the Miami team where it was like zero degrees and the Dolphins were beat well, up. They did I guess catch we'll the see right this breaks. Week, right? We're we'll going to find out on Sunday. Oh, the they Robert- go to Baltimore and beat the Ravens. You're absolutely right. Wake me up when the playoffs start for Kansas City. I don't care if they're a seven seed or they have the bye. Let's just get to the playoffs. But we'll see because instead of that game being in Kansas City, instead of being well-rested like Baltimore is, having a bye and then coasting in the second half against the Texans, you know, whether that's something that the Chiefs will be able to overcome and the Bills will take advantage of. Now, we'll see. Now, let's talk about the, the Ravens. So they knocked off uh, the Texans, but it was tied at 10 at halftime. And that was Don's three-point pick. So I was getting excited. And then they just, I don't know what they said at halftime, but they just tore right through them. And it wasn't even competitive. That's a really, really good team. Lamar Jackson is a great quarterback, probably going to win the MVP. And the Texans, you know, it's, it's probably a year too early for them. They they didn't quite have enough. It's a nice run for them. But uh, the Ravens are, are a team on a mission. They just are. And they destroyed them. They absolutely destroyed them. Now, well, one other thing I was thinking watching all these games, and I know that with about 12, when there was 12 weeks into the season, we're talking Brock Purdy, right, is the, uh, you know, probably going to be an MVP. Mm-hmm. You watch the, 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 the Niners play, right? He can't be mentioned in the same sentence as Mahomes and Jackson and, and Allen and Goff. He's not even close to that. He, I, I know this is a pejorative term. He's a game manager. That's all. And I now just, he can't throw the ball in the rain? There were a couple of passes there. I was like, oh, my God. Well, that's the outlier. Maybe that's a team that can win without a great quarterback. Well, and they it, I mean, they, they they couldn't deal with Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Right. So I, I don't I don't get it. I'm, I mean, they are a great team, but he's not a great quarterback by any stretch. But he does have his moments, and he, he had his moment on that drive. 
you know, towards the end of the game to win it, right? So he did he did put that together, a nice 69-yard drive for the win. So he does have his moments. But he was also, and it just shows you how important the quarterback position is, the only non-first-round pick that played this weekend. <laughs> so it is kind of strange, right, that all these quarterbacks are taken in the first round because for a reason, and he was taken last for a reason. But because they have a brilliant coach and a ton of talent, and because he does have a little bit of magic when they need it, it's enough for them to be playing in the championship game. And, and I, I don't want to say he's not a good player. Obviously, he's a great player. He's an NFL quarterback. But you can't mention him in the same breath as the great quarterbacks in the game. You can't. I'm no. sorry. So that's, see, that's why it's interesting when we talk about championships, Michael. Because I don't think anybody would be shocked if the 49ers won the Super Bowl. Right? Not at all. Which means Brock Purdy would have a ring. And maybe he would have had a ring last year had he not gotten hurt in that Eagle Championship game. Yep. So maybe we're talking about Brock Purdy, who's not that great, not magical, not as good as the other quarterbacks that are considered great, could have two rings, and a guy like Josh Allen not have any. Exactly. And then when we start talking about the great quarterbacks, well, you know, look at Purdy's two for two. I, I mean, listen, he hasn't won it yet, but you know what I'm saying is that Still. I don't think anybody would have been shocked if they won last year or win this year no. because he's the one outlier where when you look at the coach and you look at the talent around him, although, you know, let's take a look at this Samuel injury. If he doesn't go, yeah, that 50, could be a, 50, they say a major, major loss for him and the 49ers. I, 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 Don, you've been you've been watching football for you know 40 years. Yeah. So around. Uh, answer me this. Uh, Purdy this year threw for 4,280 yards, 31 TDs, and 11 interceptions. I'm... I'm not seeing it. It's Again, well, he a nice player, but he he doesn't have the dynamic skills of all the quarterbacks I named. He doesn't have to do much though. It's it's just not the Kyle Shanahan is a genius, mm-hmm. and everything is. Do you know? How, do you notice how fast the ball's out of his hands? The ball's out of his hands. A lot of screens. It is a perfect situation for that quarterback. I I, I I'm telling you right now, the list of quarterbacks that we could go through that would be successful on, with Kyle Shanahan. It, it, it is mm-hmm. a much bigger except number the, than there are elite quarterbacks. Except the one they drafted in the first round. <laughs> well, yeah. Honestly, I feel like that was weird. Do we even feel like he really ever got a look at it? He never even got a real shot at it. Yeah, he got hurt. And, and like, then, he, and it, I feel like they it. probably could have made it work with him, too. It just didn't make sense to keep but, trying. But it just Purdy has whatever Garoppolo didn't have that, that Shanahan likes to work with. And but by it's the way, certainly it, worry. It's a formula. It basically worked with Garoppolo, too, though. Let's be real. Right, except they yeah, felt... They got to the Super Bowl. That's right? what I'm saying. It worked pretty well. And that's Jimmy Garoppolo, all due respect. Now, the other thing that drove me crazy, since we're on the uh, I love the, the, the crazy Niners, talk, yeah. And I understand their kicker wasn't great. Missed the 53-yarder or whatever for the Packers. But it's 3 nothing. You've got the ball at the 49er 14-yard line. Why can't you kick a field goal and make it 6 nothing? You're on the road. Why wouldn't you take the points? And I understand the tush-push. Everybody gets it. Guess what? They didn't get it. 49ers march right down the field. And guess what? How much did they lose by? Three. Why do we get so cute? Got to go for it. And you could say, well, they didn't have any faith in the kicker. All right, he missed a 53-yarder. He had made a chip shot field goal earlier in the game. That would have been a chip shot field goal. So why, why don't you take the points? And even if you get the first down, let's say the quarterback sneak worked, Love gets the first down, you're still not guaranteed to score the touchdown. It's not like you're going for it fourth and goal at the one where you either get it or it's a touchdown. Even if they get the first down, there's no guarantee they're going to score a touchdown. Why not take the points there? You have to. Again, these are the things that seem to fly completely in the face of all the things that people like us ever learned from watching football and hearing experts talk about football. You're on the road. You're playing a great team. You're making trips to the red zone. You have to come away with points. 
You cannot. That is getting so too cute, Don. Because I remember looking up and going, well, they're down 7-6 at halftime. Not bad. But to beat San Francisco on the road, you, you really want it to be up at halftime. Right, nine seven would have been a different. Feel. Nine seven's right. a different feel. Instead, you're going down one. You just have to. When I, the the fact that I think it was in the first quarter they were in the red zone like three different times. They came away with three points. It's just not enough. You got to build a lead. I don't understand the analytics. It's like in baseball, I can play your reindeer games of it's always right. Trust me, just go in the, with analytics. Football is such a game of heart and effort and momentum. You can't just read into numbers. It will bite you every time. Now, um, Todd Ball spoke today, and he doubled down on what he said yesterday. Here's his quote from today. They were in field goal range. Would have had 12 seconds calculated after using that timeout to come back from it. Then we would have been down 11 points. Balls told the media, it's kind of pointless. You kind of know when the game is over, and the game was over. That's only if he makes the field goal. And also, I mean, what is he talking about? If he doesn't make the field goal, you're down eight. I don't care if there's – I mean, didn't Patrick Mahomes drive his team for a, um, a, a tying field goal against the Bills in a cha- – I mean, it's crazy. I'm sorry. He keeps saying if they make it. Yes, if he makes so, it, the game's over. So, I, But what I want to know from him, and this is how I'd follow up, and I don't know if anybody followed up with him. What is the benefit to keeping the timeout? Is there some sort of cash prize for timeouts you don't use? So what is the positive? And why is he assuming that the field goal right. will be made? But, but he's giving you reasons, oh, we wouldn't have come back. Okay, so what benefit was holding on to the timeout? I don't even agree, Don, when they hold on, they have timeouts in their pocket when there's kneel downs. I admit, I agree with what you said earlier. Let them snap the ball twice. Anything can happen. Ask Herm Edwards. Right. Ask Joe uh, Pesarczyk. Anything can happen. I'm sorry. I'm I'm using every timeout. I don't care if you don't like it. Do you have somewhere to go? Is there is there a, is there a flight to catch? Is there a TV show you want to watch? Like I want to know. All right, Todd, you've made your point as far as why you felt like it, you didn't want to use the timeout. But what benefit was gained by not using it? Lunacy. It's lunacy. It's lunacy. He keeps saying, "Well, they make the field goal up eleven. Yes. yes. Then the game is over. But if you block right. the field goal and you run it back, you got a chance right. to tie the game. Maybe the snap goes over the holder's head. You put Anything. it in their head that they didn't even have to try a just field make, goal. Just always make them. Whether it's a kneel down, a run to scrimmage, make them do an, another snap. Anything. Yeah. It's it's you can't even calculate the chances. It's so low. But if you don't use the timeout, then it's 100%. What good coach would opt for the 100% chance of losing to oppose to the 99.9% chance of losing? In life, Michael, why would you always go with those odds? It makes no sense. It, it, I mean, we're, we sound, all three of us sound aggravated because it's aggravating. There was some great football this weekend. Great. And then to, to see boneheaded decisions like that. Well, if they kick the field goal, they'd be up by 11. Well, my aunt had hair on her back. She'd be my uncle. You don't know if they're going to miss the field goal. You don't know. I will tell you, though, it didn't, as Michael said earlier, it didn't end last night the way we wanted it to for full excitement. You know, for objective, none of us had a real dog in the fight. But I will tell you, Don, when I was like halfway through that third quarter, I I texted the group. That's about as fun as football can be. We need to give the Chiefs bills its due for where it ranks among rivalries all time. This thing is starting to become really, really fun. That back and forth was amazing. I'm looking at the stats now. The stats don't really match what I felt like I was watching. Josh Allen was set, was 26-39. He only threw for 186 yards. Yeah, but he ran for... He, he ran for 72 and two touchdowns. Uh, Mahomes, 17-23 for 215 and two touchdowns. He ran... Um, 
And Pat Mahomes only ran for 20 yards. Pacheco ran for 97 yards. Pacheco's amazing. He's amazing. That guy is... But man, I'm telling you, for my money, there's no combination of teams in all of sports I would rather watch than the Bills and Chiefs of this era. To me, that is as entertaining as sports and, can be. Yeah, and you also look at, like, it's not even a divisional rivalry. Nope. And they played seven times in four years. It's just, uh, it's it was so fun to watch. Well, it's the ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5. We're giving away over $10,000 in cash and prizes. All qualifiers will get a $25 Fanatics gift card and a chance at one of 10 Superbox prizes. Get your box for the big game by listening mornings to DPH on Rothenberg and afternoons to Barton Hahn and right here, this show, The Michael K Show. This year's big game payouts are $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey and Security Dodge. Come get some. For full contest details, go to superboxbonanza.com. We'll come back. We'll take your phone calls. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Will the Chiefs make it back to the big game? Plus, everyone gets a no-sweat, same-game parlay for every playoff game day. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code EMPIRE. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code EMPIRE. The crown is yours. You must be 21-plus and physically present in New York. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt-in required. One no sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet. Eligibility, max reward limits, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football. Terms? That's right. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. All right, business leaders, let's talk dry ice. Dry ice emergencies. Ever had your approved vendor drop the ball when you needed dry ice the most? Enter Chili Willy and Cool Carl's Ice, your dependable solution when the heat is on. Over 46 years of rescuing companies from ice nightmares, scheduled maintenance, power shutdowns, or unexpected emergencies, they've got you covered. Because when you need dry ice, you need it now, not whenever. ChiliWillyCoolCarl.com. Chili Willy and Cool Carl's Ice. Because your emergency shouldn't be an emergency. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. To Football Monday with the Michael K. Show. Presented by Infinity and Slowman's. All right, so uh, we've got the Final Four. Big Sunday coming up. The AFC and NFC Championship Games. Then a week off and then the Super Bowl on February 11th. So we're all set up after a long season. All kidding aside, congratulations go out to Peter. He won our picks competition. There is still some drama between uh, me and Don. Who's going to finish last? Because the guy who finishes last has to grow a Pusick, which, by the way, Patrick Mahomes is sporting. So maybe it's not even that bad anymore. That's Mahomes true. has a really nice Pusick going. Hmm. Is, that, is that possible? A nice music. A nice music, yeah, or do you just make it work because you're really a good-looking guy? I don't think he's that good-looking guy. And did you see it all? How about putting your mic on, Pete? Yeah, I don't think he's that good-looking guy. I'm working on my headset. Now, did did anybody see um, Patrick's dad in the suite? Oh, sure. Who looked just utterly disgusted by everything that was going on? <laughs> I love, I love, I love Patrick's dad. For, so for all the people that get irritated, like, oh, what do what do you hate the Chiefs so much? Because, well, you know what. His, the, the the father of the quarterbacks had enough. You know, I was actually... It's funny that Don mentioned it. Because usually I am the... the I'll say stuff that, the, oh, you're just an old guy, you're a curmudge, But Don, I don't think the Jason Kelsey thing is all that cute. No, I didn't I like it either. Man. I just don't, man. The guy is obviously inebriated. He jumps out of the window. Uh, you know, he. I, I don't I don't get what's so great about that. And, and as you said, you, you also like... It's funny, people go crazy that, you know, Taylor Swift is surfing in the, in the, in the booth. Swag Right, but... But the, nobody, not as many people are upset oh. that he did that. I, well, I was more annoyed. I, I was. I bring, give me more Taylor Swift. I thought Taylor Swift had a bounce back night last night. <laughs> really? I thought Taylor so did was Travis. I thought Taylor was very cute last night. There was the the first time they showed her celebrating, she looked like sincerely, like really happy and like hugging and normal. And then when Pacheco scored and she was like chanting Pacheco and throwing up, her, like I actually was like, oh, she's the, she's now truly on board. And then seeing honestly i also think like i know you love your brother i really do and i love it i don't know that he has to wear like chief stuff and celebrate them winning so much yeah, I, find I, don't, it to be, I don't have a problem with that i find I it to be a bit much i don't know when you know when peyton was there watching eli he wasn't in like giant guard uh, yeah it's like a little you're still i mean is he officially gone yet no so i don't know wait until you're gone but but I'm, I'm oh, I, thought you were, I thought you were ripping jackson mahomes well, you know how I feel about Jackson Mahomes. Yeah, I've heard he's a Nas. <laughs> it's if I if if I was Jason Kelsey's friend, I'd say, dude, low profile. You can name your price to be in media. Name your price. Don't make a, a, an unbelievable spectacle of yourself like this. He's drinking well, shots out of a bowling ball. What, what it won't yeah, matter, but, dude. but you know what, Michael, America, he might but, run for president. But see, you're looking at it like in the old school way. That kind of stuff yeah, might get him and his brother. Maybe. Like I heard a bunch of very interesting things this weekend that kind of make sense to me. 
One was that maybe Amazon for their Thursday games will have kind of a Manning cast with the Kelseys, and maybe oh, that's sure. the kind of stuff that they're going to want to see them do. Yeah. So you're you're looking at it as it might be costing him money, it might be actually making him money. And the other thing too that I thought was fascinating, and I don't I don't know if you guys would agree with it or not. Maybe Travis's motivation for retiring is going into the Hall of Fame with his brother. And I mean, maybe that, he knows there's a big bag for him in media. Yeah, I mean, it's I so, mean, there, there, there is Peter. Isn't there a podcast widely successful? Yeah, number one, yeah. nothing bigger. Yeah. So, can you imagine, like, let's say, like Travis might say, I, I might be able to do a couple of uh, more uh, years of this thing, but I run the chance of getting hurt or not ending well, or I could retire. Very good chance for the first time ever, brothers go into the Hall of Fame at the same time, and then parlay this into some sort of a Kelsey cast on uh, Amazon. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. It does. Now, I, I didn't want to say this till much, much later when you brought up the Amazon cast, but okay. I can announce it now. We're actually taking K Rod to Amazon. Is that true? Do, yeah, after wow. the Thursday football games next year. So that is very. I, I, did not, I did not expect that. And, and you know what? You're going to break down baseball during the football, which I yeah. think is yeah, really think risque. That like that. I, yep. I don't know if you'll be able to do it, Michael, but I love the. I love the. Effort. We're going to try. You know, Don. If you don't try, you miss 100 percent of all the shots you don't take. Right. You know so, what so if so if it's uh, Am, I don't know if Amazon would ever get like a giant cowboy game, but you could have like Bruce Bochy on. You could have yes. you know Brian Dable on. Yes. Like, like you could you could you can have um or not Brian Dable. Get, a, get it, Aaron Boone. Like it you, could you, be a morphing yeah. podcast. It's, yeah. it's it's baseballing football is what they it's what you'd be. And doing. we'll have baseball guys talk about the football game. I love it. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Yeah, make it Starting, happen. Uh, you know, next football Thursday on Amazon. And I'm Yay! already an Amazon employee because they do 20 Yankee games, so it's not a big leap. Not a big lead. Time for Inside the Numbers brought to you by Eisner Amper. There have been 10 games played this postseason, and the starting quarterbacks to win games have combined for 24 pass and rush TDs and zero turnovers in those that? wins. Mm-hmm. Elias confirms it's the first time in NFL history that the starting quarterbacks to win games have zero turnovers in those wins through the first 10 games of a postseason. Good stuff. That's Inside the Numbers brought to you by Eisner Amper, a leading business advisory firm helping clients create a winning game plan. To transform knowledge into action for your business, check out Eisner Amper Solutions Insight Resources at EisnerAmper.com slash solutions. All right, let's go to the phones. Uh, let's go to uh, Brian in Woodbridge. Brian, start it off. Hey, guys. What's going on? All good. First time. It's been a while. I, I just want to say before I start, last few months I've been out of work, and just to see you guys every day, it's been a pleasure. It really makes the dates a lot easier, so Thank I really you, appreciate it. I just wanted to say that first. Um, I just wanted to say also to Peter, I'm a big wrestling fan. I actually got you on Twitter the other day. I had my prediction about with Gun for Wine at a challenge, and that Brock will get in there, and that'll sort of set it up, and you liked it, so thank you for that. Uh-huh. I do appreciate that. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate you. No, thank you. And, Don, I just want to talk about the Rangers for a second in that the win last night, they sort of needed it desperately. They also got incredibly lucky at the Hurricanes and the Flyers. Like the worst time to lose two games in a row together. They really So the Rangers got very lucky. The next 14 games are very winnable. They got it, That's what they have to do. That's the time they had to figure this out, in my opinion. Well, they got to figure something out because you know I they won the game last night, but that's one of the worst teams in the NHL that you should win. So, yep. No, we'll I see. agree. So I want to get to. Oh, sorry. I wanted to get to to, to Bill's point. Do I have to mention what the 49ers did in the final two minutes of the first half was maybe the worst 
clock management I've seen this season. It was just so bad. What made it worse is not only that they took 41 seconds off the clock, but then they called the timeout at the end of it. I mean, I just – it was – Incredibly perplexing, and I, I was rooting against the field goal. So when he didn't get it, I'm like, good, they didn't deserve it. It was just awful. Well, you know what? They didn't get the field goal, and we uh, thank you for the phone call, and we ended up getting, costing ourselves possibly a great ending by Patrick Mahomes. To me, the game was kind of like benign at that point, and I agree with Peter when he texted to all of us, this is what you will love. This, I mean, I was sitting on the edge of my seat. Oh, it's nonstop. Literally on the edge of my seat the entire game. Michael, I'm, listen, I'm I'm a fat pig right now, and the Royal Rumbles this weekend. I got to get myself together, and I, I managed to do an hour of cardio last night because I just wasn't even paying attention because the game was that good. It, it, just, it was fantastic. So you did cardio, forgot the time. So you just well, I'm not going to say I forgot the time. I, right. I was aware I was doing an hour, but it, it but it, it made it easier when every single possession is thrilling. It, it was, um, and then all of a sudden, you're right. It did end up feeling a little womp wompish. Although I got to tell you something about halftime, this is important because I was oh. on the I was on the elliptical during halftime. Michael, I think you and I agree. Listen, you won't name names and call shots. It's not the kind of guy you are. I'll just leave it generic. Then they got to stop telling people to ha- they have to keep their suit buttoned when they sit down. What, what yeah, is it? It it's it's. I've always wondered about it. If you look. When I do center stage, which is a very kind of comfy seat, it's awful to have your suit button. But that's the thing in TV. It's been that way for decades. You had uh, Boomer Siason tried to button a double-breasted oh jacket. It didn't look good. Those poor buttons. I mean, it was it was suffocation. Um, and and um, and you have to be incredibly, incredibly thin to pull it off. Well, and ironically, and a double-breasted jacket. In fairness to Boomer, you can't button it. When you sit down, you can't. Oh, so, well, first of all, I hate the double-breasted, buttoned-up look in general. It's not for me. Okay, I wore that to your wedding. You way. did, but you you looked, I pulled it off. You though. did. You pulled it off, but I only saw you standing. I'm sure when you sat, you unbuttoned Can, it like a gentleman. Of course. Can I ask one favor from from you guys? Is it possible? It might be good for the show in the future of the show, Michael. Mm-hmm. Is that whenever you make it, like Peter made the statement about the button? It's not not a controversial statement, but it's a statement that you made. They can maybe ruffle some feathers talking about somebody else, especially somebody else that works at the other station. I think when you do that, after you're done, say, this was said by Peter Rosenberg. That's a good preview. I think it's a good idea moving forward because I I don't want anybody to think that I said it. No, or Michael. Because I didn't say it. No. Let me say it again. I was Peter Rosenberg was speaking about Boomer's double-breasted suit that was buttoned, and I didn't understand it. And Michael, ironically, he's sitting next to the very young and fit Nate Burleson. Well, I mean, Boomer's fit. No, no, but I mean, well, he's young. He, well, and he's, he's, not, he's he, not as young as Nate. He's not. He's, not, he's, he's, not, as, and he's, not, he's not as fit as Nate either. I mean, I, I don't well, Nate, Nate's a, a, a gorgeous man. But Nate could probably. <laughs> Nate, Nate could probably. <laughs> that still was get said on by the, Michael. Nate could probably still get on the field. <laughs> Nate could probably still get on the field and, and have fifty yards <laughs> receiving. But Burleson had his jacket open, sitting Michael. It's it, you're supposed to be standing, buttoned, seated, open. I don't get it. All right, that's it, it. You know what? Whether you get it or not, I don't get it either. It is something that has been passed down 
generations in television. I'm sure Edward R. Murrow had a button in his jacket, and it's it's uncomfortable. And you'll see every time we do a Yankee Open, our our jackets are buttoned, and then you and sit. We're kind of stand. We're leaning against the table, right? So we're not really sitting. But it's it's it, it it's the rule, and I don't know why. I think I guess they think that if you open the jacket and your your shirt is wrinkled and your ties are skewed, you look sloppy. But the, 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 that may be some weird TV rule. The style rule is supposed to be standing, buttoned, sitting, open. You're cut. You know, and you know the move when you're getting comfortable. You sit yeah, and you open. That's right. how you get comfortable. It just looks so weird. Anyways, besides that, though, what a game. Uh, <laughs> Let's go to uh, Connor in Dobbs Ferry. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Good. How, how you doing, doing Connor? I, good, man. And so, I agree, man. At that end of that game, it was just like it let the air out of you when he missed that field goal. And it's not that I was really rooting for the Bills. It's just you wanted to see what Mahomes was going to do to end the game. It was just a disappointing finish. But I, I, I disagree with you on the McDermott call. I think that they knew that if they just turned the ball over to the Chiefs, if they punted it, it didn't matter where they were starting with the ball. They were going to go down and score. I think they knew they had to get some points there to keep the game alive. But then they stopped um, them on their next drive. Was, but but that's, the only reason they stopped them was because they fumbled on the, no, on no, the one yard line. No, then the drive after that, they held them to a three and out. They got the Chiefs but, to punt. But, Connor, I, I, l- let me throw this at you, okay, because it's, it's an interesting take. Just because you think you have to keep the ball, that was uh, now from what, what Nance and Romo said on the air that they saw that there were only ten guys on the field defensively, but the play was but was just awful to to Demar Hamlin. It wasn't even close. If you really think that you can't give up the ball, Connor, why don't you just go for it? Isn't it better to have the ball I, I, in Josh Allen? Because well, then you, you lose the element of surprise. I, I, I but you but, have Josh Allen doing it. But, uh, I I, I didn't said, love it. Yeah. Well, when you said in the open, like it was shocking when they did it, and I agree. I was like, "What the hell are they doing?" But it was shocking, and I think that's what they were trying to catch them off guard. I, I don't think if they were going for, I think at that point it would have been fourth and what was it, three, fourth and four, four, I mean, it four. wasn't fourth. And, but it was, yeah, so it wasn't. It wasn't inches. Sure. I think. I think the best chance they had at getting it was not going for it on fourth down. With the you know regular offense, I think the element of surprise. I I didn't hate the decision. Listen, if it worked, I think. No, we I, been, I think that's way less know. controversial than the other stuff that we were complaining about. Yeah, I didn't like uh, it. I'm not I mad at you for that opinion. I disagree, but I I hear where you're coming from. Football Mondays on 98.7 ESPN are brought to you by InfinityUSA.com. Discover more about the luxury and performance of an Infinity QX60 crossover at InfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today. We'll come back. More phone calls. Give away a box in the Superbox Bonanza. We're cooking until 630 right here on Yes and 98.7 ESPN. Oh, Don. Don? I need a car and yes. I'd like to get it from someone. All right. It's Don LaGreca here for Ramsey Mazda. In 2024, you get more at Ramsey Mazda. More selection. Over 750 new vehicles available. And more savings like a new 2024 Mazda CX-90 for $399 a month. Or a new 2024 Mazda CX-30 for $199 a month. Get more in 2024 from Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Call 833-853-2970 for details. Zero security deposit. VIN RM62793. Three eight and R one one four eight zero seven three MSRP twenty six thousand four eighty thirty two thousand three eighty tax tile registration extra ends one thirty one twenty four.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. Well, it's the ESPN New York Super Box Bananas of Five. This year, each qualifier will take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 Super Box prizes. Be caller number 42 from Ariano Rivera right now at 888-987-ESPN to select a box for the big game with a chance to win 500 bucks in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey and Security Dodge. Come get some. All right, so I don't know if you guys saw this. It's kind of interesting that um, Travis Kelsey would probably benefit much more financially if the Chiefs don't make the Super Bowl. And the New York Post, the, the lead item in page six was that he and his brother can get upwards of a a million dollars for each party that they host in Vegas that week. They might be able to host 10 parties. Start one in the afternoon, then another one at night. They might even be able to host more. So they could really, really cash in. Now, if you go to the Super Bowl, you're going to get paid what you get paid. And I'm sure there's a Super Bowl bonus, which is probably about $300,000 per person. You're not making $15 bucks. So this, this is an interesting little thing there. It's interesting, but it's also a nothing burger. How so? Because like, they would never rather make the money than be in the Super Bowl. Well, it's of course, but it's it's a nice, uh, you know, what do they say? feather bed if you lose it is really a nice, lose and and by the way everyone loves a feather bed um i don't know that john walters uh, tweeted out a uh, taylor swift will play the tokyo dome february 7th 8th 9th and 10th super bowl is the 11th but because of the international dateline she'd gain a day flying back to vegas and be able to make the kickoff in plenty of time so these are the things that you need to know hmm, i'm good well you don't like anything fun but that's fun where she's pl- perform whether she's gonna be at the Super Bowl or not. To me, it is. Really? Let's go to, yeah. Let's, let's go to Edgar in Hartsdale. Hello, gentlemen. How you you doing? are messaging me right as my director is messaging me, uh, but I'm gonna pick you over my director. Thank so, you. Thank you. You guys, you guys were talking about earlier, and I, um, you know, and, and I've come off the ledge a little bit. You guys were talking about Kansas City, and I felt like we were kind of. Peter, you sounded like um, sort of uh, like the Chiefs already won the Super Bowl. Like Mahomes already stepped into the promised land. They won one game. It was a very close game. It could have gone either way, right? You know, with some kicks and things like that. But I felt like we're 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 this was the year to beat them. I get it, but they still have a couple games to get there. And I honestly, I don't think they're going to win the next game. And I hope they don't, just because you know I know Michael, you 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 love Mahomes. I'm a bit of a hater because you know. As a fan, you kind of get tired of seeing that team win. You want to kind of get other teams. So do you hate in Tom Brady to win. too? Uh, well, as a Giant fan, and I understand the argument. I've been listening to you guys for years, so I know the argument is: Hey, why do the Giants fans hate uh, Tom Brady? It's because you know we beat him twice. But still, I just hated seeing him there. So yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of him. I, I 
that, that Super Bowl, there was a Super Bowl between the Eagles and the Patriots. I did not, I went with my wife to the supermarket and I caught the second half because I'm. Edgar, let me ask you. Do you, one. Yes. Do, you own, do you own a, a cellular phone? Yes, I do. You own an Apple phone? No, I don't. But if you're going to make fun of my uh, no, no, because I'm just wondering because I would have jumped on you because if you if you owned an Apple phone, then obviously, I mean, that's one of the biggest companies in the world. You don't like things that dominate. I guess you don't like U.S. Steel. Oh, that's that's not fair. U.S. Steel. Oh my God, we're bigger than U.S. Steel. Well, that's the old line, you know. You whatever, but I know. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has only won two Super Bowls. Don't you appreciate greatness? But can't they also be annoying? They're definitely both. Thank you. Well, he is annoying. Right. He's an annoying dude, Edgar right. Don. But is he, is he an annoying player? He's a brilliant no, player. But that trumps greatness to me, annoyance. I don't. If you're annoying, I want you out. I've seen greatness, Michael. We've been so fortunate. We've seen Jordan. We've seen Gretzky. We've seen Brady. You're annoying. I want you gone. They're annoying. Let's go. Move them. Move them. Get somebody else in there. Lamar Jackson's not annoying. Hope he wins. Hope they win by 117 on Sunday. Wow. And if they're winning 117 and Lamar takes a knee at the 20, I'm going to be disappointed and try to score more. But huh? also, also Edgar, you're kind of moving the goal line, which I don't understand. Oh, it's a big they, – they, they won by a little they, – they were criticizing this guy leading – well, he, he's never played a game on the road. In the questioning, play. not criticizing. Oh, questioning. But, uh, a lot. He's never done this. He's not going to be able to be done. Well, you know what? He did it. He went in and beat a Bills team that was on fire – and beat them. I don't care if he beat them by three points or one point. He beat them. Right. I agree. I give him all the props in the world for that. But That's I re- great. I reposted a thing on my Twitter that I found very amusing, which was a. It was it was like a slow mo montage of Lamar Jackson, with uh, the with, with the with the soundtrack was uh, a song called "Put On" by Young Jeezy, which is like an incredibly like it's weird because it's a slow song, but it's like such a pump up song, and. It, the, the the caption was like Lamar Jackson is the only thing keeping us from a Taylor Swift Super Bowl, <laughs> and and I was like, now it's not just Taylor Swift. It's Lamar Jackson is the only man who can protect us from a Swift, Jason Kelsey annoying five hour. I mean, they, when they start pregame at eleven o'clock, seven hour fiasco. Well, okay, so you don't want Detroit to win. I mean, but you're okay with an M M&M and M Super Bowl, of but, course, uh, yeah, and well, a Jeff Daniels Super but, Bowl. But it wouldn't Jeff be nearly as irritating. You think? And, they, and, and Bob Bob Seeger Super Bowl. I don't know. That you're okay with. So you think they're going to show Bob Seeger a lot? Bob Seeger. He was on the field yesterday. Wait, you mentioned? He was on the field. You mentioned both U.S. Steel and Bob Seeger in the same segment. That's right. What year is this show? Unbelievable. And by the way, I don't know if you've gathered this. Eminem, a little bit less uh, into being in the spotlight than Jason Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Well, right. one thing I'll stop you with. I, I know we're kind of half kidding here. Kidding on I'm the square. sorry, man. Taylor Swift is not telling the directors of NBC, CBS, and whatever uh, network broadcasting it to show her in that suite. Oh, she abs- is not on the field. She's not doing any of that stuff. She's sitting there watching her boyfriend. They're showing her. She's not asking for I know. Now, okay, Jason Kelsey even- taking his shirt off agreed. screaming for attention. Oh, uh, by the way, agreed. I will take Tay-Tay over, over Jay Key all day long. I have no interest in seeing Jason Kelsey. I've, Taylor Swift was fine. But I'm saying in the overall, remove the, the moments in the game. What I'm saying is in life, I don't know if you've noticed, 
Taylor Swift enjoys popping up in the tabloids a bit more than Eminem. The guy does not leave his house in Detroit. This is the, he he almost right. never goes out. So He's what in, you're saying is Taylor Swift lives a life and Eminem doesn't. Well, wait, no, 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 no. I'm Eminem saying Eminem is living the life that I would probably like. But Taylor Swift goes out. I know, no, no, no. It's more than. Out. Hold on. Let's not live in in La La Land. She likes going out and being seen. Eminem, even at a football game, he's there because his team, his hometown team, that he's essentially, let's be honest, the mascot for the city. Eminem is essentially, he's the most famous Detroitian of all time, basically. Or he's in the, what, in the top five? Over Henry Ford? Come on. Fine, him and Henry Ford, but Henry Ford's <laughs> reputation's taken yeah. a major hit over the years. So, um, I just think it's a little different. I'm not mad at Tay-Tay anymore. Listen, relative to Jason Kelsey, you and I are in lockstep. I'd rather them show her all day hugging Brittany Mahomes than see Jason Kelsey drunkenly screaming. I'm with now, you. Now, one thing I will say about Jason but Kelsey. But Lamar Jackson, to, less annoying than all, we agree. We have to give him a little props. Okay. He kept lifting these young girls up so they could see Taylor Swift. That's nice. That's lovely. I didn't know that. That's Super. very nice of him. Good that. for him. I still he just I, had signs for Taylor Swift, and he held up. So t- he held the girls. But up the, so the problem nowadays, see. too, when you get like a dynasty, or you get that that level. So it's like you got Mahomes, and then every commercial has got Mahomes in it, and you know, Kelsey. And it just so it's it's yeah, or Kelsey. So it just it, well, I'm, I'm ready to move on. I'm I'm not a Chief fan. I appreciate greatness, great, but not but annoyance trumps that. Listen, I've hated the Ravens for a very long time. You know, there's a. There's an animosity that exists for Animos. DC for DC fans because of how good the Ravens immediately became and, and have maintained their entire existence. I'm very excited to pull for the Ravens this weekend. I mean, I would just wouldn't you love Baltimore and Detroit? Don, two blue collar American cities squaring off in the Super Bowl. Instead, we're gonna get Kansas City, San Francisco, the most annoying constantly there every year nothing interesting teams of all time i'm with don enough is enough it's time for a change listeners it's michael k when it comes to travel nothing beats legends limousine i felt the difference let me tell you it's real when my family and i need a ride to the airport or out of town we choose legends their commitment to safety makes every trip a breeze these guys are not just any service they've been setting the gold standard for over 30 years i trust them and so should you in fact my wife took Legends Limousine back from LaGuardia yesterday, and she said the, the, the driver was great, the car was great, the trip was great, no muss, no fuss. She was really, really happy with it. So be like her. Call 1-888-LEGENDS or visit legendslimousine.com and use the code ESPN10, ESPN the number 10, to snag 10% off. Travel like a legend with Legends Limousine. Hey, to score a touchdown, everything needs to line up perfectly. No different than finding the person you want to marry. When the time comes to propose, well, do what I did. Visit the engagement experts at London Jewelers. They'll make shopping for a ring easy. Let them help you pick or design the perfect ring to fit any budget from their 2 by London collection. London Jewelers is committed to getting it just right. So visit London Jewelers today at any of their seven locations, including the newest location, the mall at Short Hills. Please mention I told you to stop by and you'll get the Michael K. treatment. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.